Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hi, Ben. And Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening to the show. We hope you're doing as well as possible out there. Quick update on Cassidy Hutchinson. Her testimony she gave to the January 6th committee regarding Donald Ooh. Trump's desire to go hang out with all of his friends on January 6th, 2021. <laughs> she mentioned how Donald Trump lunged, lunged for the steering wheel and put a chokehold on a Secret Service agent. The Secret Service has said that did not happen. However, what oh. did happen was Donald Trump's massive desire to go Ooh. and hang out with his people. And that's the crux of her argument. Today, we're going to get to politicians gone crazy. I know. What a stunner. <laughs> it's a who's who of who's batshit insane. We have some sound specifically when it comes to gun safety legislation. And also, we're going to keep you updated on some of the Senate races and some of the races going on across the country that are going to have such a massive impact on our lives, especially now, again, as Roe has been kicked back to the states, local elections matter more than ever. Quickly, I want to touch on the shooting death of Jalen Walker, another man, a black man, unarmed, shot at 60 times by police officers in Akron, Ohio. Since then, obviously, there's been massive protests. These protesters have had their First Amendment rights completely and utterly shattered as they desperately look for answers in yet another police shooting. Jalen Walker, he was pulled over for a traffic violation. He sped away. At this point, officers decided to channel their inner judge dread, take action into their own hands and shoot this young man dead. Obviously, we have the juxtaposition of what happened with the shooter regarding the July 4th parade, Mm -hmm. taken into custody And no shots were fired whatsoever. And now we have here a traffic stop uh, gone wrong and obviously made much worse when the officers took justice into their own hands. There was no justice at all. We have talked about these stories a lot. I know a lot of people on our last episode were like, oh, why didn't you guys talk about this? We wanted to hear more information. And obviously we have that information. Unfortunately, you can go back in Top Hat's archives and listen to our conversations about over-policing about gun violence within policing, and of course, uh, what happens when the lawman and the lawwoman feel as if they have total immunity under the law, because they do, and especially now as the Supreme Court has also done away with our Miranda rights, Mm -hmm. because we just have 
too much freedom. Listen to those episodes, and I think that'll help um, us understand why this epidemic continues to occur. And Jalen Walker obviously did not deserve uh, this fate. These officers do not have the right uh, to play judge, jury, and executioner. Now, Travis, I know that you're in Ohio. This took place in Ohio as if there needs to be more bad news coming out of Ohio. <laughs> but I want to hear your thoughts as far as the local community goes and um, you know, how are people feeling out there? I mean, it's a big shock, obviously. The first big one uh, that made national news out of Ohio was obviously Tamir Rice. And then actually, again, like you said, it ties in not just to old episodes we've done, but old police shootings that have happened. Yeah. And it was specifically in Akron, they had the father of Jacob Blake there to mm. to talk with the protesters and the mother of Tamir Rice there to be with the protesters. The Anna Brianna Taylor. And like you said about First Amendment rights, these folks have a First Amendment right to protest, to be upset, to speak mm -hmm. their minds. And even then, the police presence continues and they'll be using tear gas every night, no matter how many protesters are actually there. Uh, I want to thank Spencer from Akron for reaching out to me uh, to, to kind of tell us what's going on on the ground. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, to your point, we've already talked about it so much, but the conversation continues. It does uh, continue. Specifically after such a similarly horrific weekend involving guns in other places in America, we have to remind ourselves that, again, military industrial complex, 1033 program, mm -hmm. tear gas, guns end up in the hands of local precincts, right. and this is what they do with them. And now that we have the Trump Supreme Court uh, telling us that police officers can do whatever they want with immunity, these actions, these acts by officers, something that we really have been actively fighting for for so long, mm -hmm. it seems as if they've been more emboldened because of the six douchebags that wear the robes. Absolutely. Uh, specifically, of course, I'm referring to the conservatives, the six of the nine douchebags that wear the robes uh, there in D.C. So military industrial complex, 1033 program, they are certainly on full display. The Summit County SWAT vehicles were out. Officers dispatched protests outside of the county jail. All of these protests were dispatched with tear gas after 10 p.m. There is no time limit on your constitutional right to protest, so please understand that. Unfortunately, uh, these officers, again, armed with military-like gear, and they are more than willing to use it. Absolutely. It's simply disgusting, and again, the beginning, middle, and end of this conversation is this must stop. This cannot occur. These officers have to be held accountable. We did have some justice recently with Derek Chauvin right. uh, being sentenced to 21 years in a federal penitentiary, but that is just one mm -hmm. person in a series of people that need to be held accountable. And again, as the Supreme Court has decided from the bench, these officers act now with more immunity than ever before. Not just a total violation of all civil rights when it comes to this shooting, but now, of course, we're seeing the violation of the protesters themselves. Mm -hmm. So if you're a person in this country and you are upset with seeing police shootings, you go out to protest and all of a sudden you get just a taste of what the individuals <sighs> suffered at the hands of these officers. It must simply stop. And this comes down to you. We right. talk about local politics. Mm -hmm. You vote for sheriff. Mm -hmm. You can vote for a sheriff. It doesn't take that many votes to get somebody elected sheriff. The culture has to change. And the fact that this happened 
in Ohio after everything that's been going on, if this isn't an indictment on Governor DeWine, that I don't know oh. what else is. Right, exactly. And you did mention about local uh, activism, local protests. Um, I did want to mention, I, I did send you guys this story, but the officer, speaking of Tamir Rice, who um, uh, who is killed in Cleveland for, again, holding a toy gun on a playground, killed by a police officer, that police officer is still... Uh, an active police officer, and mm. he recently had gotten a job in a northern Pennsylvania town with less than a thousand people. But luckily, the hiring made news, and the local residents actually protest. It prompted outrage, and eventually, the officer had to withdraw his application. Mm. Now, again, he should Good. be in jail for murder. Right. But a small victory here is that. Uh, he got this job. They swore him in. And within the week, within a few days, local residents, again, your First Amendment right, it matters. You speak up and they withdrew his application and he will have to look for employment elsewhere. Of course, none of that brings back Tamir Rice, uh, yeah, doesn't bring right. him back to life. But nonetheless, um, a small piece of justice. Again, you raise your voice. It actually matters. And I do, to your point, Ben, think that that is important. I mean, it is one of those things where, oh, I'm so sorry, you can't become a police officer again. It reminds me yes. of Ted Kennedy and the Kennedy family were like, he can never run for president just because he killed <laughs> right. that woman. I can't believe it. It's like if that's the ramifications for your massively horrible actions, you're doing pretty good. Right. It's everything you said. The only change that will happen is if we start locally, if we get involved in local elections. And that's why it's so important that citizens, what we talked mm -hmm. about on our last episode, that citizens be involved. It is your right. Mm -hmm. It is your First Amendment right. Practice it. Use it. it it's, vote. It's easier said than done when you're standing there covered in tear gas and you have non-lethal weapons being fired at you, uh, despite the fact if you take a rubber bullet to the dome, it's extremely lethal. <sighs> the term non-lethal weapon is a complete and utter misnomer, and it's ironic that officers brag about how they use them during protests, but why don't they use them during traffic stops? Mm. Mm. Well, it depends on who, you know, but whatever. It, right, exactly. right, right, right. So we can only hope for justice. We hope um, the people in charge in Ohio seek justice in this case. And again, this isn't just one officer kneeling on the neck of a man. This isn't just one female officer shooting a man driving away. This was eight police officers, which tells me it's a bit systemic. And everyone in the culture in that police department must just, I don't know, if they hear one shot go off, follow suit like a bunch of uh, moronic animals jumping over the cliff one by one by one. And if you evade the police, sure, not the greatest idea, but it's not a freaking death sentence. Right. And that's shouldn't not be. what it's it supposed shouldn't to be. be. It absolutely should not be. So. And, and to your point also, because uh, since you mentioned Governor DeWine, obviously we know Ohio is a Republican-controlled state. We did, after 2020 and after the killing of George Floyd, have potential, uh, and it was even it was in legislation introduced by Republicans in the state house to start curbing police violence, uh, reforming the police system. Obviously, surprise, surprise, that legislation has gone nowhere. So you're absolutely right. From your local town all the way up to your state legislature, uh, your voice matters. The elections matter. Uh, I just sat in on a, a, a 
on uh, we've got a new police chief being hired in my hometown of Bexley. And we had four uh, very highly qualified, thoughtful candidates. And I sat in on that uh, town forum uh, last night. And again, it's important to go. It was packed and it's important to go to those types of things and ask the right questions because people were asking about police reform. They were asking about how minorities get treated by police. Um, people are upset. And if you show up and ask those questions, that means whoever's getting the job coming up, they know that that's important to the citizens. Absolutely. And it's about safety for the community as well. The, the community is a hell of a lot safer when there's not 60 random bullets uh, flying out of every officer's gun nearby again during a traffic stop. Exactly. Not acceptable whatsoever. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of not acceptable, let's move on to some batshit politicians. <laughs> it is a constant battle for the hearts and minds of Americans, and it's unfortunate that these people hold as much power as they do. As Travis alluded this July 4th weekend, it wasn't just what took place in Chicago. It wasn't just uh, what took place in Philadelphia. It wasn't just took what took place in Orlando and so on and so forth. There were multiple shootings uh, that took place over the weekend. Uh, Gun Violence Archive has recorded more than 300 mass shootings this year alone. And in the Chicago area, at least 57 people were shot and nine killed over the July 4th weekend, perhaps not making the headlines of the mass shooting that took place at the parade. But what we know is these people are acting with only malice in their minds, and the one reason that they're able to act out on that malice is because that they have the opportunity to have mass mm -hmm. maximum capacity weapons at their fingertips solely because they turn the age of 18. I want to clarify when it comes to the Second Amendment, all of us are pro-Second Amendment. When it comes to protecting oneself, you have to be able to do so. This is not what we're discussing. We're, we're discussing arms in the hands of children Literally, if young men uh, who do not uh, know how to handle a firearm and certainly don't have the mental capacity to handle such a high capacity, powerful weapon. So this has prompted many politicians, specifically politicians that are bought and sold by the NRA and big gun to come out and say that many of these July 4th shootings we're no more than false flags. Oh. Whoa. I, I hate to bring her up, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She does pull-ups. <laughs> she is Alex Jones personified. Might have a smaller clitoris. I don't oh, know. No. She no. certainly doesn't seem to receive much pleasure, and perhaps that's why we are where we are. 
How does a politician say the things that they say, take money from the people that they take money from in the midst of everything going on? Well, they have to live in a delusion and they have to live in a lie. Otherwise, they would have to look in the mirror and realize what they've done. Mm -hmm. But to rationalize their existence and to rationalize why they hold power, they have to live in a sham reality. And that's exactly what Marjorie Taylor Greene lives in. Our friend Jason Selvig from The Good Liars put this on his Twitter. And I want to play the clip and I want to hear you guys' reaction. Uh, this is MTG Live. She's so desperate to be one of the Hollywood liberals that she hates the most. Uh, Travis? Uh, before we play the clip, can I bring back the song that I sang months and months ago Absolutely. about MTG? This is her theme song. <clears throat> well, she just gets dumber every week. She just gets dumber, <laughs> dumber every week. week. She just gets dumber. Now we're all getting dumber. Yes, yeah, she just keeps gets dumber, dumber every week. week. Uh. That's one of my favorite new songs from Travis Servan and the gang. <laughs> I don't recall. Marjorie Taylor Greene, idiot, not hiding in plain sight. She's out here. She lets us know what she thinks. Vote accordingly. Now, here's what I have to say. I mean, two shootings on July 4th, one in a rich white neighborhood mm. and the other at a fireworks display. Mm. Almost sounds like it's designed to persuade Republicans to oh go along God. with more gun control. I mean, after all, remember, we didn't see that happen at all the pride parades in the oh month of June. God. But as soon as oh we hit God. MAGA month, as soon as we hit the month that we're all celebrating, loving Whoa. our country, we have shootings on July 4th. I mean, that's, oh, you know, that would sound like a conspiracy theory, right? Of course. Yes, it does. But what's the definition of a right wing conspiracy theory? Well, by the way, you. it's the news that's just six months early. Mega conspiracy theory, Holy mega month. Shit. It's not mega month. July 4th has nothing to do with Donald Trump. Of course, yeah. a man who committed an act of treason January 6, 2021. You do not claim the American flag, ma'am, because I'm mighty proud of that ragged old, <laughs> ragged flag. old flag. And I'll tell you one thing. There's nothing American about bringing a theocracy to this country, which is exactly what Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Greene wants, along with the Lauren Boberts of the world. Make no mistake of that. So delusion. How do we no. how do we right. as a people no. even begin to discuss rational policy, just a rational framework for coexisting when we have people in power like MTG talking about how all of this stuff is a false flag? I don't think I'm beginning to go to turn on the fact that that they're delusional or anything. They truly know what they're doing. Ben. No, she no, doesn't. She, I, she is. Uh, she is dyed in the wool. This freaking stupid. <sighs> I I am of the mind now where I believe people when they tell me who they are. Oh, I've we flipped because now I think they're all just playing an evil game, sowing discontent, sowing mm. chaos. She, but that's who she you, is I too. Mean, she's ignoring. She ignored last month how many gay pride events were were uh you know people in vans were busted. Those True. guys in the those sixteen guys in the masks who were gonna rush that drag parade. She's ignoring those on purpose because her her fan base yeah. believes what she says like almost Bible. Like almost, no, I'm not saying she's not saying these things on purpose, but I also believe she believes them. Ugh. Sure. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, I don't know what's more offensive, her saying that it's a false flag or her calling the month of July MAGA month. You can't <laughs> just take a whole month. She's just like, they get pride month, so we get MAGA month. What it's are you like, talking no, about? No, ma'am, that's not how that works. Also, but July also, 21st is my birthday. If anything, it's Ben month. And, and gosh <laughs> darn it, 
I'm gonna be 41 years old this year. So how yeah. cool that your uh. birthday falls during Mega Month? Then. Shut yeah, over that's now, so dude. cool. <laughs> that's so it's cool. It's pretty then. cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Mega. That's my, my sign is Mega. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that's a great sign. Yeah, it's but just a, again, it's just a cock dripping syphilis semen out oh of it. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that sounds like fun. But I will <laughs> again. Uh, false flag, right? What did Alex Jones say about Sandy Hook 10 years ago? He said Fox. it was a false flag. Fox, it's a false flag. Fox, as did, a matter of fact, I know for a fact those kids, most of them were teenagers, folks. You know, you're everything about, actors. I watched Saved by the Bell, folks. And you know, those, those kids, those are actually 20-year-old actors, folks. I watched oh. Saved by the Bell, folks. Oh, no. Folks, folks, if you, if you go down to Infowars.com, we will give you a false flag. It's an invisible flag. <laughs> 1776. I will mail it to you. Uh, and it oh. won't be anything in there because it's a false False flag. It's not a real flag, folks. Seventeen seventy six. It's only forty nine ninety eight uh, with the discount code My Pillow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but again, you know, and and Jason made this point in his uh, his tweet also that she also said the Las Vegas shooting was a false flag. So in their <sighs> minds. All of the mass shootings from the last 10 years are false flags. To your point, Kissel, we know the government doesn't fund the arts. There are no crisis <laughs> actors. Exactly. There, there's nothing, you know, this is just people shooting people. Exactly. And politicians not, not wanting to be accountable uh, for their lies. And of course, the Las Vegas shooting, if that didn't move the needle in conservative circles. Right. It was a what was it a Trace Atkins? I forget exactly. Uh, Jason Aldean. Jason Aldean. Yeah, the it was a country a, concert. The, the man has a bar on Broadway in right. Nashville. <laughs> right. The folks there very well might lean conservative or lean Republican. Oh, that if sounds that, suspicious. That sounds suspicious. Oh, you think it oh, was they Al- shot? Oh yeah, they shot up a country. They shot up a country <laughs> no. concert. You're telling me they're trying to make Republicans Marjorie, be anti-gun. No, Marjorie, I'm saying, do you think I never was- said that? I don't recall. <laughs> no, I didn't even ask the question. Marjorie, do you think the people who were at that concert with Jason L D and being the headliner, do you think they were Antifa? And do you think it's just that organized where they're like, This is gonna be so perfect for us? I know how to play dead. Like, what do you think? It was it was BLM. It oh, it was. was it was loaded with BLM and Antifa's and crisis actors. David Hogg was there. David, and Hogg that's was there. that's why I chased him down as a sitting congresswoman uh-huh. because that's what I do. But also, I don't remember doing that. I don't recall. It wasn't me. Yeah, you hogtied David Hogg, of course, the child uh, devastated by what took place at Parkland, and had the audacity to speak about it. And then people are like, "Shut up, kid!" And I'm like, "Well, you know." I think he's got once you're once you're involved in a school shooting, you're allowed to talk about him. So I have a question (laughs) then for Marjorie Taylor Greene. So are the Democrats so disorganized and stupid and sleepy Joe and he can't do anything? Or are they so organized that all of this has been a giant theatrical performance? (laughs) Great question. Take away your guns. Which is it? Because it cannot be both. You know, um, I'm not going to answer your question. I don't agree with your logic. I do agree that the Democrats are incompetent and they can't do anything right. But I also think that maybe, just maybe, they're so secretly organized that they've done (laughs) false flag shootings for 10 years. But also, I never said that. I don't recall. Independence Day is a great movie. If the uh, Democrats had one-tenth of the ability to pull off any of these things, they would not be losing state houses across the country and have razor-thin margins in the election coming up in uh, November. Let's play another gal. Her name is Debbie Lesko. Now, this I'm going to, again, as I said on last episode of the episode before, I'm done giving benefit of the doubt. However, (laughs) if she does, if... She is saying what she says she is actually saying. She's still wishing death upon people. 
Right. Okay. So this comes in from a representative out of Arizona. She's a Republican. And this is what people are talking about on the House floor. I just really, again, had such a delusional idea of what happens on the House floor. I thought of <laughs> filibustering, grandstanding, changing Classy, people, yeah. Yeah, changing people's <laughs> minds through unbelievable intellectual debate. Yes, Mr. Smith goes to Washington, Jimmy Stewart standing up for whatever he stood Opuses up for. And stuff. Yes, I think Mr. Smith uh, went to work in corporate America and dumb oh, he became McGee a lobbyist after that. Yeah. Went to Washington. So let's play this clip of Debbie Lesko discussing guns and her children. And again, this is not about taking rights away. This mm -mm. is just about being rational and reasonable. And these people, when you are financed by big gun, by NRA, by the NRA, by these institutions that force you into certain positions, obviously these are grown adults and they know exactly what they're doing, but mm. the mental gymnastics that one has to do in order to preserve their sense of righteousness, perhaps, <sighs> because if they actually had to look in the mirror and address what they say and how that manifests itself into actions, I think they'd feel, feel pretty fucking bad about who they are as people. But let's play Debbie Lasko uh, talking on the House floor. Arizona is recognized for two minutes. Thank you, Representative Jordan. I rise in opposition to H.R. 2377. I have five grandchildren. I would do anything, anything to protect my five grandchildren, including, as a last resort, shooting them what? if I had to, <laughs> to protect Whoa, no. the lives Wait, of my grandchildren. Democrat bills that we've heard what? this week oh, want to no. take away my right, my right to, to protect my, oh. my grandchildren. They want to take away <laughs> the you. rights of law-abiding citizens to protect their own children and grandchildren and wives and brothers and sisters. This bill takes away due process from law-abiding citizens. Can you imagine if you had a disgruntled ex or somebody who hates you because of your political views and they go to a judge and say, oh, this person is dangerous. And that judge would take away your guns, lean on the side of conservatism, take away the guns. What? Without that person even having a, a knowledge that there was a court hearing that would take away their guns. This what? is wrong. When Republicans were in the majority, we actually passed legislation that was signed into law that would have prevented mass shootings. These bills would not. We need to join together, Republicans mm. and Democrats. I hope they can do it in the Senate and get something done that actually saves children's lives. And with that, I yield back. Much like the children, oh I plan to kill. So <laughs> kill, I yes. don't know oh my God, that what was off she the rails. is saying. It was so off the rails. Also, just to put some context in here, what is HR 2377? She completely and utterly flips the damn thing on its head on purpose to throw some confusion out there. So basically, it's an extreme risk protection order. These are also called so uh, these are also called red flag laws. Uh, it's a petition to the court that would temporary or uh, order uh, 
and prohibit individuals from purchasing firearms, people that are uh, considered to be dangerous, people okay. that are abusive, okay. so on and so forth. What she's basically doing is creating a, creating a completely false narrative mm-hmm. with people that don't exist about how somehow the abuser is going to go and say, this person I'm abusing is abusing me. Mm, and right. they, don't, they don't deserve a firearm. It's not happening. Right. She is just, again, doing so much in her own mind, in order to <laughs> rationalize her batshit ideas. And Travis, does she want to kill her grandchildren? I am now more confused. Last night I was like, oh, I, I listened to it like three times. I was like, no, okay, I think she wants to kill the people who are trying to pass HR 2377, which again is the mm. best possible way to phrase what she's done uh, or what she says is the best possible outcome. What do you think? She's simultaneously making an argument against red flag laws while making a perfect argument for red flag laws. Right. Take this woman's guns away from her. She's a sitting congresswoman who's going to murder all five of her grandchildren. Good grief. I don't know. She would kill them in order to protect them. It's like Jacob's Ladder. It's just insane to me. And I feel like I think that's what she meant now. Yeah. It's hard to know what she meant. She just she wants her kids to have freedom and she'll make freedom holes in them if she needs freedom holes. American (laughs) patriot holes. Yes. Yes, exactly. Well, she can take them to uh, Akron and uh, have them get pulled over and they'll take care of it for her. Uh, For some reason, I have a feeling her grandchildren are going to be just fine when pulled over by the Akron police. And I want to clarify about the current the law she was talking about. That's that's what we currently do to protect people from their abusers. Yes. When you go file. Uh, you know, uh, what is it? Protection order, uh, restraining right. order. It yeah. works the same way. Someone delivers that court order for them. So if someone did this, chances mm. are, guess what? They would deliver a court order that told you, hey, you're barred from buying a gun because of these following reasons. Which is why it's so unbelievably dangerous that they even get alerted at all. Obviously, they have to know that they can't purchase a firearm, but it seems as if the person is truly violent, then they're not going to give a flying shit anyway. Right. Same thing with protection, uh, with order of protections. As soon as that person finds out that there's an order of protection perhaps that's the 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 last straw the trigger and they end up going and murdering somebody which only takes a matter of moments and if you do get an order of protection we don't live in this fake reality where the officers are outside your door waiting to protect you they will show up quite late uh, because of course they have to pick up all the bullet shells after their most recent um traffic stop (laughs) exactly good lord what a nation (laughs) if you're if you're ms lesko's children you're going to want to get a restraining order against her to keep her away from your your kids aka her grandchildren what an absolute batshit insane anyone in arizona who lives in that district please run against this lady just run against your i don't care republican anything your campaign commercial is literally right there she just gave it to you my opponent's a crazy bitch. She, she said she wanted to kill her five grandchildren in order to protect them. Anyway, I never said that. Vote for me. My exactly. name is not hers. I understand how the law works. Vote for me. There we go, folks. Oh, my lordy. I just can't believe that these are grown adults. And, of course, you wonder then why we have the fruit of their uh, of their loins going out and causing such mass casualties. That's why with the crime guy, I am oh. happy to hear. Um, of course, that's the man, the boy, the dude, whatever the fuck he is, the schlub, the piece of shit that shot up the uh, July 4th parade uh, in uh, in Highland Park there in Chicago. I'm hearing his parents uh, may well be charged because evidently his father said, well, the day before we talked about it, 
And he and bought him the wow, gun even after. It's just right. like parenting. It's so funny how sometimes I find myself sounding like Newt Gingrich in the mid nineties. <laughs> but parents are very important to the home. <laughs> and if the parents are the ones buying you the firearms oh. and being like, he's just a little weird. After the kid is like, I'm trying to go shoot up a bunch of people and kill everyone. Isn't that weird? This generation's a little weird. No, it's not normal for any generation. And that's not normal for kids in his generation or for young men. They also don't think that's normal. Right. So if we have to make or hold parents accountable, they're the ones who know their kids best, theoretically, hopefully. Absolutely. Then so freaking be it. I mean, I I feel like uh, our three fathers and our three mothers wouldn't have bought us a gun if we threatened to kill a bunch of people. That would be ridiculous. That would be stupid. Well, I mean, I remember when I was trying to uh, go in for hunter safety lessons and I was thinking maybe I want to like do some hunting and stuff. It wasn't so much the killing of the animal. It was more the waking up early. And then also I didn't really need <laughs> to play in the guts of deer, to be frank. Right. Um, but I went to hunter safety. I passed it, obviously. Um, well, not obviously, yeah, but I was sober and I passed. Right. And at some point, my parents, like, they never encouraged. They were like, if you want a gun, we can get it for you. Um, but, you know, it, it, do you really want a gun? Right. And then right. I was like, you know what? I don't give a shit. Yeah. But my friends, when it comes to firearms, they were always locked away. I never saw a gun mm -hmm. out on a table. Yeah. I just exactly. never did. I mean, Wisconsin had great hunter safety laws and great gun training. And that's the other part about this, again, that's so offensive to all the rational gun owners out there. It's disrespectful to the power of the firearm. And I've said it before, but to all the rational drinkers out there who see people acting crazy when they get on airplanes because they're intoxicated, it sends a chill down my spine because mm -hmm. if they take the booze off the planes, I'm going to be very nervous in the air. <laughs> right, right. So please, God, if you're a rational gun owner, don't yell at me. Don't yell at people who are upset with guns exactly. or with what people are doing about that or with them. Be upset with the douchebags that are ruining your brand. Yes, with great power comes great responsibility. In my situation, I'd be at Chuck E. Cheese and they'd have those like uh, video games where you actually hold like the toy gun. You got to aim at like the aliens or the zombies. Sure. I was so bad at it. I was just like by the end of the Chuck E. Cheese party, I was like, you know what? These This isn't for me. So I never, <laughs> ever even sought to uh, pursue that line of work, shall yeah. we say. Well, I'm still going to get myself a Magnum, and I don't mean condom. I want one of those big six-shooters. I don't know if I'll buy any bullets for it, but I just want to hold it. Um, <laughs> I feel like it'll make me feel a little bit more well and down. Just put it up in your truck in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll go over well in L.A. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Guns coincide with fear. This next political ad 
This is from a dude named Jerome. Uh, it's Jerome for Congress. Uh, his name is Jerome Davidson. Uh, he's running in Arizona, as a matter of fact. Now, he's an African-American dude. Uh, he's a former ASU football player. Apparently, he played in the NFL. He's a father, a pastor, and an author. So this ad, fear is what gun manufacturers, it's what the political elites want us to feel every day. Mm -hmm. They want you to be scared, so you buy more guns. And then also, fear is really scary, naturally, and then when I'm scared, I eat. So then you buy more Doritos, <laughs> and you order more Taco mm -hmm. Bell, and you're just like, I just need some comfort food because I'm so scared. I remember a time when I went to the movie theaters, and I didn't look at the exits and figure out how the hell am I going to get out of here if there's a mass shooting. Right. It was right immediately what I do now. I'm horrified of crowds, probably for this reason, also because I'm always in someone's way. Jerome Davison <laughs> has an ad about the AR-15. And uh, it's hashtag 2A, hashtag self-defense. Basically, you're not going to be able to see the ad, but Jerome, he's a black dude. He's sitting there. He's drinking his coffee. And the Klan is attacking his house. Now, this is a right-wing Donald Trump Republican. The irony is beyond. But let's just play this clip. And again, optimal word is fear. Keep them scared. Keep them armed. Keep them attacking one another, and then they won't take a look at what we're doing with the most powerful position that we could possibly have, which is being in the United States Congress. All right, let's play this clip. Democrats like to say that no one needs an AR-15 for self-defense. Hmm. That no one could possibly need all 30 rounds. But when this rifle is the only thing standing between your family... And a dozen angry Democrats in Klan hoods. Oh, Democrats. You just might need that semi-automatic in all 30 rounds. Holy shit. All right. Uh, note the spooky music. Always yeah, great attention. soundtrack. Great soundtrack. <laughs> I'm immediately scared. I also, I've pointed this out on many episodes. When you're listening to television news, watching television news, listen to the soundtrack. Realize how that's um, how that's informing your mind and how that's altering your perception. So this guy is taking pre-civil rights era, pre-Lyndon Johnson era Democrats. Obviously, the Democrats were the party of the Klan. He's taking that. Transporting them to 2022 right. in order to justify his need for an AR-15, which never existed when the Klan was actually doing horrible things and always still does horrible things, obviously. But when they were attacking and massacring black families all over this country. Well, mm. what do you think? Is this kind of rhetoric going to work? I mean, we had the other rhetoric where the guy's going rhino hunting. And, of course, in Jerome Davidson's tweet, he says, make rifles great again, as if the rifle is sentient. It's almost like they see rifles as stars of their own mm. Pixar movies <laughs> where they're talking, I don't know, and sucking each other off when their owner goes to bed. It, this just feeds into this narrative we we talk about a lot where the logic is, is also lost, where if the people attacking you isn't going to be 30 Klansmen. If the government comes to take something from you, they're bringing drones and tanks and sure. large weapons. They're not just, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's just a crazy narrative. I We always talk about this. They, they it's this, this fantasy that a gang's going to attack you, this fantasy about this person's after you, someone in your neighborhood is after you. It's just not real. Well, it's a narrative of fear. 
Right. And and that's the uh, the worst part about it. Again, just trying to solicit votes by scaring your constituents into supporting you. It's abusive. Right. And I would also just like to remind everyone that uh, the NRA, which is obviously the biggest backers of Republican candidates today, was for gun control in the 60s because they were nervous about the Black Panthers getting their hands on guns and becoming armed. So uh, quick history lesson. I don't know what's going to go. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, you know, obviously like to, I guess to this man's historical point, there was a time when black people wanted to be armed to protect themselves. I totally sure. get that. But, um, you know, it's an outdated, uh, it's an outdated way of thinking right now, especially what? when you put that kind of scary music to it. It really is, again, the propaganda. And if you're running as a Republican, I just, you know, again. The Sullivan Act, look into the Sullivan Act. There was also the act uh, here in California. Absolutely. That is, again, why we're not against the Second Amendment. This has nothing to do with that. This is about the fetishization of guns, making it your personality, and refusing to acknowledge how dangerous they Mm -hmm. are and certainly can be in the hands of maniacs all across this country. So that is where... My that is why I find I don't want to say the word offense because it's almost it's almost too stupid to even be offended by. But what's so nerve wracking or I suppose saddening is Mm. that the rhetoric seems to be working and people say, well, that's a fantastic ad. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meanwhile, of course, many of the people who support uh, Jerome Davison are the people that you'll find underneath those very hoods. Right. Or just shocking to be shocking for shocking sake. You know what I mean? Stand it's just, out. You want to stand out. Right. Exactly. You want to get clicks. You want to get views. I mean, that's, we've already talked about. That's what Bobert and uh, MTG, that's a lot of what their strategy is, is being outrageous to right. be outrageous so you can get that the fundraising uh, money. And obviously, I know we're going to get to it here soon, but also the tone deafness of having an ad like right. this on the heels of a July 4th weekend where we saw so many mass shootings. And I know your your senator from your home state, Ben, yep. had a similar situation happen. Uh, we're going to get to that in a second. But yep. it's just, it's pretty remarkable what, what people are trying to get away with these days. It really is. And you get, again, you just wonder who is their target audience? Perhaps people who too, feel too afraid to go outside so they consume media inside their own home and have this unbelievable fear. It reminds me of a Munchausen situation Mm. uh, where a child just feels like they're sick so they can't go outside. But meanwhile, of course, the uh, mother or the father is making them ill. And in this case, the nation is making them ill with propaganda coming from people like Jerome. Again, JeromeForCongress.com, Jerome Davison. It is a disgusting, vicious cycle. I'm trying to remember the, uh, the film where... Everyone was told, if you go outside, you're going to die. And then a person went outside and it was totally fine. And it, it almost to some degree, what was happening when it comes to people who suffer from agoraphobia mm. during the pandemic as well. Right. Many people who are like, I'm not going outside. My older brother really suffered. I was like, I'm not going outside. It's like, you can go outside. You can breathe. You can walk. Right. <laughs> you know, please. Um, but you get the feeling that he's just speaking to people who the first time they're going to go outside in a year will be to vote. They're going to vote for him. And then they're going to go back into I, their caves. I, I I almost read it a different way. I feel like this is the person that fell for that civil war discussion. That oh, the civil war is coming. We it's have to coming, get ready. Sure. Oh, sure. You know, this is the this is the consequence of that. He sure. truly believes it's coming. It's a race war in his mind. But I I I wonder if he's pushing the narrative or he is a victim of the narrative. 
Well, he's mm. not a victim of anything. This man knows exactly what he's doing. Uh, he's a pastor for crying out loud. He speaks, uh, God speaks mm. with him directly. Oh. Of course, uh, anyone who is a pastor that also would run an ad like that has no idea what Jesus stood for. Of course, Jesus, <laughs> an amalgamation of many, many different you people. You said it, Ben. So Ron Boom. Johnson, as uh, Travis just said, Ron Johnson out of Wisconsin. This man must be unseated. Uh, the primary uh, for Ron Johnson is not until August, which is actually quite late uh, for Wisconsin. Or I guess it's normal for Wisconsin, but it's quite late for the country. So his campaign had a ad plan for July 4th. And of course, the oh, act oh, oh, let me let me guess. It's a uh, it's video of him in Moscow from 2018. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not eating whatever they eat over there. Pierogies and <laughs> random. Well, that's, Poland. Enemy. that's Poland. Hold on. It's all borscht. Ben. Borscht. It's all borscht. Yeah, it's all borscht. <laughs> Cold soup, hot piss. Putin's ass. That's what it there is. There you go. <laughs> so Ron Johnson, his campaign scrambled to pull this ad. It was a radio ad, which actually works well for us. However, uh, it kept airing. So um, <laughs> no. Or they attempted to keep it from airing, but I do believe it did air because once you you know sign off, these things just kind of happen. But let's play Ron Johnson, his campaign, getting it completely wrong. Again, this man so far up the Kremlin's ass. Oh, my God. You can almost see the top of his head when Putin opens his mouth. <laughs> let's take a look at him. Let's take a let's take a listen to him. The latest mass murder in America didn't involve guns. Oh, OK. Oh. Fifty three people, including five children, were murdered by human traffickers because Joe Biden's open border policy oh is facilitating oh. the multi-billion dollar business model. Of some of the most evil people on the planet. Human sex and drug trafficking are out of control because of Democrat governance. They have to be stopped. I'm Ron Johnson, and I approve this message. Paid for by Ron Johnson for Senate, Inc. Well, he's totally wrong. I love human trafficking. I can't go wow. to human trafficking. Uh -huh. Also, um, he should actually be praising Biden for his immigration policies because he's detaining more people than Donald Trump did. <laughs> so anyway, right. there's. Right. I loved it when the media covered all the kids in cages for four years, but apparently now it's fine because the cages are made of Democrat. The de yeah. It's Democratic yeah. steel now. Bunch of hypocrites. So anyway, just some of the people running against Ron Johnson. We have Alex Lazary. We got Tom Nelson, Sarah Godlowski, and a dude, Mandela Barnes. So these are the four Democrats uh, that are running against Ron Johnson. We'll see what happens to them in the primary. And if you are in Wisconsin, no matter what, it cannot be Ron Johnson. Some of the people out of, out of Gamey County executive, Tom Nelson, that's one dude. Alex Lassery, he's a uh, issue candidate. He's focused on climate change. Also someone that Travis knows. State Treasurer Sarah Godlewski, uh, her, her highlight is reproductive rights, which again, on a state level is more important now than ever. And Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes, uh, his highlight is middle class jobs. If they mm. all come together, when one of them wins the nomination, that's a pretty solid series of issues for the Democratic Party. Yeah, I mean, again, tone deafness in terms of Ron Johnson's ad on July 4th weekend. <laughs> I'm literally opening with the line <laughs> about mass shootings. It's amazing. It's pretty incredible. Even just all read, the, read the tea leaves, buddy. Like, odds <laughs> yeah. are, you know right. this is not going to work. Odds are, exactly. And also, just to blame human trafficking, uh, he might want to go have a conversation with his uh, buddy Matt Gates, who literally uh, is <laughs> under the microscope now for trafficking a 17-year-old for oh, sex across my. state lines. So, 
All right. And when it comes to larger office, not just people running uh, in states for whether it be Senate or the House of Representatives, uh, let's move on from our gun conversation. Just a touch when it comes to two people who are throwing themselves into the 2024 campaign already. I know. In 2022, it's They're supposed to wait. They have to wait. Let's get through the midterms. End of waiting, kind of not Gavin Newsom. Of course, the dude here out of California, the man, Kimberly Guilfoyle's, I believe, second husband, maybe first husband. Either <laughs> way, he trades. He uh, he shares uh, a little booty shaking with Donald Trump Jr. And, of course, yes. Gavin Newsom also, I believe, the nephew of Nancy Pelosi. Yes. Uh, he's a corporate stooge in many ways. However... Of course, his national profile is raising as he runs ads in Florida. And naturally, given what Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida, it's pretty easy to run an attack ad on Ron DeSantis. And ironically enough, that's exactly what Governor Newsom is doing, running on a platform of freedom. This is what Newsom had to say. He says, I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight or join us here in California, Hmm. where we still believe in freedom. Freedom of speech, freedom to choose, freedom from hate, and Mm. freedom to love. Now, I'm just going to say this to Gavin Newsom. I don't know if the people of Florida should come. (laughs) What if if they don't? (laughs) Why? (laughs) This is, uh, we're going to need to close our borders, folks. I'm going to bring my pet alligator. Can he come? (laughs) I mean, I love love the people of Florida Mm -hmm. in Florida. It's much like when you sneak food. I remember I snuck a bunch of Taco Bell, being the fat fuck that I made, into a movie theater, right? And in the movie theater, Taco Bell doesn't smell so good. But in a Taco Bell, Taco Bell is like, this is the best thing ever it's similar to if if you eat food on the subway in new york city it changes how it smells (laughs) right so in florida the people of florida fantastic but maybe in california no need we need them in florida we need the people that are sane we need the people that vote correctly to stay and vote and make sure that DeSantis doesn't run away and gain all this power well but yeah to to gavin newsom's point we all know we've covered on this show ron DeSantis is big government he's interjecting in everything he can classrooms bedrooms boardrooms it doesn't matter if there's a room ron DeSantis is in it (laughs) Oh, don't get me horned up. (laughs) So Newsom, he's there. And who knows what happens with that? I don't really see him winning the nomination. Of course, Joe Biden has still said he is going to run in 2024, which would be a massive mistake. Joe, do us a favor, Joe. You'll be you'll be a just fine. We'll remember you just yeah. fine. Just go Let's retire. Listen here. Listen here. You're, you're a tall. You're a tall fella. You got you got a lot of red hair. Yes. What? Uh, let me tell you. Uh, blue waves coming, red hair. <laughs> no, it does. Also, you sound like George W. Bush. I don't understand how you're becoming George W. Bush. <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> Freedom. Fantastic. All uh, right. So Ron DeSantis, the other person, obviously eyeing the presidential nomination within the Republican Party, in this case, in 2024. Why do I say that? Well, he just went to fundraise in Utah. Of course, Utah oh. has nothing to do with Florida This is why it's so freaking infuriating when you elect somebody. And of course, Ron DeSantis will be about he he is up for reelection, but uh, he is by all he's already won. Basically, Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think there's much competition there. Uh, It's infuriating when you elect someone governor and you know they're running for president. Why is he in Utah? Why is he in Utah? What's the (sighs) fucking point? Oh, 
It's a it's a fundraiser with GOP mega donors, as we've talked about in episodes in the past. The mm. mega donors are going towards DeSantis and leaving Trump in their dust. Uh, DeSantis hasn't publicly uh, announced yet that he is running in 2024, but if it walks like a duck, if it squawks like a duck, if it's gaining money like a duck, exactly. Yeah, he's, if it's he going run, to Utah. What would, yeah, what would be the other point of him doing this? Right. Well, and obviously, uh, Utah is the farthest west Republicans feel comfortable going. Because any further than mm. that, you're on the West Coast and it's too liberal. So Utah, that's where it stops. If you're there you go. So DeSantis, he's in Utah. He's meeting with, uh, with mega donors. Newsom, he's advertising in Florida. I would like to tell both of the governors, focus on your own fucking states <laughs> yes. and make our lives better. Please, God, uh, mostly by stopping whatever they're doing. <laughs> Leave us alone, please, Lord. Do you think we're going to see a Facebook, like to total Facebook beatdown if both Trump and DeSantis want to run? And they just, neither of them refuses to back down. Well, definitely, you're definitely going to want to wear a full Teflon outfit because <laughs> it's going to be a shit show. Mm -hmm. A poncho of some kind. Absolutely. It's going to be like a, a Gallagher comedy show. Oh, just incredibly fantastic. And just lastly, when it comes to the executive branch, the Biden administration, many Democrats are pressing Biden to use his, quote, existing authority to take steps towards legalizing marijuana. This is Senator Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders and Cory Booker. They sent a letter uh, calling on Biden and the Biden administration to, again, use its uh, existing authority to, one, deschedule cannabis and to issue pardons to all individuals convicted of nonviolent cannabis-related offenses. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why Biden hasn't done this yet. I actually thought Trump was going to do it the day before the election in 2020. This right. is such an easy political winner. I know Laura Ingram and Hannity and Tucker and all the other grifters out there want to blame mass shootings on marijuana. Small sidestep there. Mm -hmm. uh, perhaps they don't want to be complicit in a whole right. series of other horrible things occurring. But it just seems to me like if you're the Biden administration, this would be a home run. Give the people something yeah. in, in the in the form of criminal justice reform, because as we talked about, this man finally spoke with Cheryl Griner, Ugh. of course, the partner to Brittany Griner. They finally spoke and the administration doesn't seem to be doing Ugh. much to free her. As a matter of fact, Fernando, you said she was just recently sentenced. She actually uh, pleaded guilty this Should've, morning and she yes. got 10 years sentenced to uh, marijuana and distribution, correct? Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. She had to, to plead guilty. It was obviously she denied all wrongdoing. Um, but Fuck. the Russian justice system is what it is. And so that's what she had to do as of now. Beyond oh. that, of course, we're hoping the State Department, the Biden administration and anyone else can do anything to get her home. Yes. Safely. I mean, at some point they invaded a free country in Ukraine. Just go get her. God. Anyway. All right. So Democrats, again, Booker, Sanders, Warren, they are doing something right. Or at the very least, they wrote a letter mm -hmm. to Joe Biden being like, can you just add the end the federal ban on cannabis? Because it would greatly help us when it comes to answering the question from our constituents. 
what the hell has Joe Biden done? Uh, <laughs> right, 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 right. What if he's an inside man for Trump and he's just doing anything? Well, can, I mean, because uh, seriously, what, what just, we do know that Joe Biden is personally pro-life. And I don't know what whatever he is. He certainly isn't upset enough to do anything. And he is the definition of maintaining the status quo. Unfortunately, the status quo is people like Marjorie Taylor Greene calling the July 4th massacres false flags. I don't recall. I don't recall saying that. Thank you, Marjorie. We'll talk to you next week when you say something else batshit insane, okay? Uh, You know I will, but I don't recall. Okay, I know you don't. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. Keep up the good fight. Keep protesting if you have the opportunity. uh, And the rights to do it. Absolutely. It's a brutal, brutal time, but we'll get through it together. And as we say, these are these are human-created problems, and they can be solved by humans as well. All right, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.